Okay then, good morning everyone. Very, very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan live session for Wednesday the 6th of December. I hope we're all keeping well. Um, good to have you with us guys. Um, as you know, the whole idea of this particular session is for us to be prepared for the trading day uh, that lies ahead. So we've got the European Open that starts uh, in about 20 minutes and we will... Um, we, 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 we trade that session live and then we're back again in the afternoon for the U.S. trading session. For those of you that can join us for the uh, U.S. Open, um, we'll be trading live at that point. And really, we want to make sure that we have a trade plan that we can, um, that makes sense, that um, we have significant uh, information backing up the reasons why we want to be trading these markets and the direction in which we want to trade them. So really, it is about being prepared and, and having those trades ready to go. So we really just focus on the execution and not whether you should or shouldn't be getting into those trades. So that's really what our what our approach is based around. So let's get straight into it then, guys. We'll start, of course, with our risk warning. Uh, please take a brief moment to familiarize yourself with our risk warning currently up on screen. Okay, so um, all profitable traders then, they need to consider which markets to trade. So trade selection is an important feature uh, for any trader's strategy. Um, then you're looking at the levels. Where do you want to enter and exit these markets and how do you want to do it? So that's really around your trading strategy. But in addition to that, you have um, the, you need to consider risk management. Um, for us, we're only able to see the returns that we see because we've got a really strong approach to risk management. So if that's a feature of your, your approach, um, we, we do ask you to pay special attention to your, uh, I suppose, approach to risk. Trade management as well, very, very important. If market moves in your favor, do you have a means by which you can perhaps mitigate risk, book in profit as that market is moving on? Um, and trade psychology, there's been a, a bit of a strange mindset over the last week, and um, we'll uh, we'll explain it in a little bit more detail. It's beginning to unravel, so setups are beginning to um, to reveal themselves, and we'll uh, we'll see if we can get into those trades. Okay, so we address these considerations every day in our live trade room. So that's the whole point behind our our trading um, our live trade room is to uh, is to discuss these very important features of any particular trade. And then just to let you know, we're strong advocates of being consistent in our approach. If you're chopping and changing your trading strategy or what you look for or how you look to engage with these markets, if, if it's if it's erratic, if it's all over the place, you're going to find it quite a difficult environment. So consistency is important. Accuracy with the levels we use. Every level we use and talk about and, and we post um, has a specific, I suppose, meaning, uh, which is important. And they're very accurate levels. They're not randomly generated numbers which is important discipline with our capital and of course be patient as well all of these important features right let's get straight into it then guys good morning everybody so we'll start with market moving news so yesterday we were talking what well, we know how important it is really for for um for you for the us jobs market this week so it's really the main focus is jobs um, if we just take a little step back, we'll um, we can see uh, inflation is continuing to lower. We had the Swiss economy coming in in negative territory. We've had um, a bit of a a dovish pause from the RBA. Uh, 
keeping rates at 4.35. This is very much in line um, with other central banks and uh, with lowering inflation, there is this expectation that rates will start to come down in 2024. Now, um, so yesterday, it was really all about this jobs number and it came in surprisingly lower. So our basic principle with, with the jobs market is that if it loosens, which is this is this is an implication that the jobs market is getting um, those long and, and varied lags from uh, central bank monetary policy interest rate hikes, which we've seen over the last two years, um, they begin to feed through the economy. And one of the expected results is for unemployment to start rising a little bit more, certainly from where we're at. And to do that, you need less jobs available. And that's the first sort of piece in the jigsaw. So we were saying if this came in negative, we'd expect a little bit of an upside move. And um, we'd expect bond yields to perhaps soften, continue to soften, and we'd expect indices higher. Now, what we would also expect is the dollar to start to weaken, and it hasn't done so just yet, but that very well may, may be the case pretty soon. So uh, a sizable um, number for job, job, jolt, job openings, and you can see it's, it's the lowest figure here uh, since probably going back to May 2021. So um, that's the first phase. Now, we've also got ADP numbers today. So that's uh, private sector job numbers in the US. We're expecting a little bit of an uptick on the previous month. So it is a strange time for the way that these markets impact and are impacted by these uh, US job numbers. We do get some 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 strange anomalies. Um, so it's, it's so difficult to be able to call it because um, those that forecast these numbers are very rarely anywhere near close to being correct. So you've got that that interesting dynamic there. So this is the next piece to the jigsaw. Are we going to start seeing ADP numbers begin to loosen as well? If so, that's the jolt job openings number. It also includes the ADP number as we roll into Friday's non-farm payroll. So it's really all about it's really all about um, US jobs for the week. So we've got the first piece in place, and now it's focusing on the remaining job-related pieces. And again, if we start seeing uh, the employment change numbers start to lower quite quite drastically. It's feeding into that that rate pivot narrative, let's say, and that's what we saw yesterday with job jolts numbers. And uh, we'll see if this adds to that overall view as we as we await Friday's non-farm payroll. So this is the big one on Friday. So really, we're just checking to see, it, does, it, does it contribute, does it feed into that rate pivot narrative? There's already talk about ECB being the first central bank to start lowering rates next year. Um, the DAX is on a bit of a tear, although the German economy is not performing particularly well, and uh, we have stagnating growth across Europe, uh, with still uncomfortably high inflation, but it is coming down. So it is a strange mix of market conditions at the minute uh, from a fundamental perspective. Um, GDP, a quarter on quarter for the Australian economy coming in 
lower than expected. So we've had a bit of a bounce in the Aussie dollar. Um, we had a bit of a, a surprising extension to the downside off the back of uh, the uh, the RBA actually holding rates of 4.35. So um, we have high inflation. Well, let's say higher inflation. We've got high interest rates and we've got low growth. So that those are conditions for stagnating economies. And uh, it looks like Europe is kind of stagnating. The Australian economy is stagnating uh, and a few others. So, um, so yeah, we can certainly keep in mind. Tomorrow we'll be hearing from the BOC as well. No, sorry, today is the 6th, isn't it, Wednesday? So today, this afternoon, we will be um, getting a bit of an update on Canadian interest rates, expected to hold at five. So it looks like all these central banks, if you look at the left-hand side of this screen here, you've got all these major global central banks and uh, the US and the RBNZ are both up at 5.5. They're kind of top of the tree, so to speak, and everyone else falls in uh, below that. Um, now, then you get down to the yen. So the yen is, is quite a, uh, a convoluted environment. We have the, the BOJ with rates still in negative territory. So they're still very accommodative with their monetary policy. There's many that argue they don't really need to be, that it's really not, not doing perhaps what it should do um, in terms of their approach to quantitative easing. They're, they're controlling their yield curves, um, not, not allowing any kind of expansion to kick in. So we're seeing this strange dynamic in, in, the, in the yen as well, but it's, it's easier to see it on the charts. So that's just a fundamental backdrop really to what we need to keep an eye out for. And we really want to see if this ADP number comes in line um, with expectations. Okay, so let's get up these charts. So yesterday, off the back of that jobs number, we were quite comfortable getting into this little reversal trade. Um, sorry, this uh, little, to allow these markets to pull back and then get in on the momentum trade. So these are momentum trades to the upside previous price action from bottom left to top right. Um, we're in this bullish market condition. We had a really bullish November, as you know, and we're looking for some continuation again this month. So, so our bias is very much to the upside for the, for the uh, S&P. Um, the NASDAQ, we're into the upside. We've got Apple joining that three billion club, um, three sorry, three trillion uh, market cap uh, again. So we'd expect a little bit of a further bounce. You can see the, the broad sideways moving pattern um, kick in, and these job numbers are going to play an important role. Okay, so we had a surprisingly extended move uh, towards the end of last week. We, we're attempted to pull back, but you can see that that kind of pullback. It's not really. It's not really there. Um, there is sort of this upward momentum, and that's really what we're trying to focus our attentions on. The FTSE, we're still below the 200 period moving average, so really only above that. Um, you're talking about the 75.55. We could probably look to see some further upside. 
But you can see what's happened in the FTSE over the course of the year, which is you know, not really a huge amount, very little kind of progress made. But looking short term, quite bullish. The DAX, we had a really, a really surprising rally um, from, from these highs in here, which was quite elevated already, a really strong little pullback. Uh, 16,050 level, we've, we've rallied really very aggressively to 16,600 basically. So an important rally, a significant rally. And uh, we were involved in part of that. We kind of took profits towards the end of last week. We've extended those moves again yesterday with strong resistance. These are all-time highs. These are uh, this yellow level, it's an all-time high. And we've now sort of broken those levels. So really, really bullish for an economy that's not, it's not particularly, uh, market data is not particularly bullish. There's your bullish move again. So these lowering treasury yields, which I'll bring up again, will, uh, will, will play out. Bitcoin, we don't trade Bitcoin, of course, but we just do, do, do comment on it. If you look at it on the monthly, um, sizable, sizable rally, isn't it? Um, they, they, we were we were discussing yesterday. They were talking about participation in Bitcoin, and most people have been burned very very badly, perhaps on multiple occasions. Um, so this this move seems to have more of a, a let's say a, a lack of retail trading uh, focus, perhaps, and, and driven a little bit more by the institutions. Um, for reasons which it's quite difficult to, to grapple with, maybe that Bitcoin is the, the shining light in the whole cryptocurrency um, backdrop. Um, just so moving on, we've got US indices uh, up at these levels, so we've got a, a very bullish bias. But really, it's 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 contributing the US bond yields, the yield curve. Uh, it's kind of contributing to that narrative. So we're continuing to make further progress to the downside. Um, we've got a 10-year at 4.17 now, real significant softening. Um, the two-year, we're still in inverted markets. So we've still got that, that recessionary risk hanging over the economy. But like we say, we've been in that phase now for a couple of years. And there's normally going to be a significant um, uh situation that will kind of change the overall backdrop but certainly there is a, a calming in 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 treasury yields and that's another supporting element to this um rally in the equities which we're still really focused on okay commodities next so we we've got the strong potential for some support down at these levels and we were talking about looking for opportunities to buy oil this might present an opportunity, but we're going to have to kind of wait and see. We're really being quite cautious at this point. So gold, we were talking yesterday, the need for this market to come back into support around the 210. And then we could perhaps look to get into some um, buying opportunities. So we do like the idea of potentially the buy trade um, in this market. So we look at the 2041. Um, 2041 for uh, gold. 
we'll have a look at that. So indices higher. Indices higher. Um, gold above its yesterday's high, the 2041. What that means is we've rallied to the upside. We've had a really strong pullback into support. And now we're looking to take that next leg to the upside. Okay, so we were we're very interested to see what's happening with this yen. We do have this continuing yen, yen trade, and there's an opportunity now. Um, below the 158.57. Sorry, 158.57. So it's euro yen. Okay, so it looks like there's a bit more appetite for the yen to the downside, even against the dollar. You see, we prefer the euro yen because we're below the monthly low, whereas the, the dollar yen is currently trading above it. So that's the yen. We will certainly, we'll, we'll look at this now when we switch rooms, we'll look to see if we can get into it so that we might be able to pull the trigger on that. We, we are still looking quite... We'd prefer, like 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 what we're seeing in um, in gold, we'd like the euro dollar to just extend a little bit lower. If it came back to the 107.59, it would be a, an easier trade to start buying. So not all of these are kind of primed just yet. Pound, we, we only just really made a, a feeble effort to break through. Our bias is still to the upside in these markets, uh, i.e. Uh, dollar weakness. Um, a little bit of dollar strength against the Swiss. Again, all bouncing off the monthly lows. We're still not making any significant progress just yet for the for the dollar. If you consider there was significant dollar weakness last month, we're waiting for this next. And this is enough. This is the dollar CAD. So really, what's going on in oil? Perhaps we um, we we. We just wait and see if if the oil markets are, are truly positive or not, and then we can perhaps look at the dollar CAD. Um, here's that bounce we were talking about the bounce off the the 20 period moving average yesterday in the in the Aussie dollar. So we couldn't get into that that sell trade, and I mean we have had some a bit of support as well uh, with the news overnight. So a strong bounce in the Aussie dollar. And we can now begin to look for the potential for some further upside in these markets. So we'll just refer to it as dollar um, dollar weakness. So we've got indices higher, we've got dollar lower, we've got gold at 2041, and we've got the euro yen at the 158.57. So let's put that let's put that together. Um, got a downside move in the euro pound. So there's definitely volatility there. We look like that the euro yen looks like a decent a decent trading opportunity. So look, we'll put together this trade plan, guys, and then we'll switch rooms. Um, so what we have when we look at these markets is more of a a, a risk on a risk on trade. We were sort of sitting through that risk off trade patiently the last couple of days. Um, so now we've got a little bit more clarity. We've got kind of um, US job sort of numbers are quite supportive of equity markets. We've got bond yield support of equity markets. 
we got it's still this positive sentiment which is which is still um palpable at this stage so yesterday we were looking for we actually wanted the indices to continue to to just soften uh, and find some support same with dollar um so they were really very very short-term views we weren't able to pull the trigger we're only able to get involved in the the nasdaq buy trade off the back of the job numbers so um so so what we have in here is so let me amend these numbers on screen so euro euro yen Uh, by sorry it's actually sell isn't it so we're going to sell below 158.57 158.57 right uh, so yesterday we were actually wanting the dollar to to strengthen a little bit more. Now we're wanting the dollar to weaken. So yesterday it, it turned out that it wasn't really tradable to get into that risk off trade. Um, U.S. Indice uh, Strength. And we'll have a look at gold. Looking to buy. So I'll just wrap this up now for you guys and we'll switch rooms. So gold 2041. Okay, so this is our trade plan for today, guys. I'm going to post this into the chat box for you. And uh, any questions, feel free to post them into the chat box. So there's our trade plan. Good morning, everyone. Good to have you with us. So um, really, for the day, we're looking for further risk on market conditions expected. So we, we're looking for signs to see if that narrative is likely to change for any reason. It doesn't look on the surface as if there is. So we're broadly comfortable with indices to the upside. So we can look for indice strength. Uh, we're already in the NASDAQ. Um, we're looking for dollar weakness. So there might be a couple of primed opportunities, uh, maybe the euro dollar, maybe um, the New Zealand dollar. We've had a bit of a bounce in the Aussie dollar off that 200 period moving average. So there might be a couple of reasonable opportunities there. And then in addition to that, we look for a sell trade in the Euro-Yen below the 158.57. It looks like that's setting up right now. And we're looking for buying gold above the 2041. So that's our trade plan. Um, in terms of narrative, we're very much in this rate pivot narrative. We have been since early November, um, which is a kind of a risk on narrative. Indices higher, dollar lower. And we've got continuing US bond yields to continue to roll over to the downside. And um, we've got the potential for commodities higher. We had a, a strong rally last week in markets like gold. We had a little bit of a pullback for a couple of days. 
But that's really all it means is that we're in that little pullback phase. Okay, so look, we've switched rooms now, guys. Uh, any questions, feel free to post them. Thanks very much for joining us. Just to let you know, um, if you are interested in learning how to trade, you're very welcome to join us. You can access one of our discounted live trading and education bundles on our website. You can start from just $59 per calendar month. Um, uh, for more information, just go to livetrading.com and do connect with us through the website if you have any questions. So on that note, guys, thanks so much for joining us. Do take care. We'll see you next time. Bye for now.